0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Hands-On Safety. This is going to be a monthly podcast where we'll be talking about personal safety, awareness of your surroundings, and related topics to uh, self-defense and uh, just keeping yourself safe while you're out in public and um, learning how to deal with uh, interactions with other people so with me today and hopefully always will be uh, Megan hello everyone and George hello so some of the reasons that I wanted to do this podcast um, is because I've learned in the couple of years I've been working with other blind adults that some people are very uncomfortable uh, using a cane because they f- feel like it makes them feel vulnerable and it they feel like it makes them more of a target. And that kind of led me to being interested in self-defense and seeking out information about that and kind of learning that there's not a whole lot out there. Um, although a lot of people have been successful with um, taking martial arts and uh, self-defense training in their areas and um, you know and in some cases being able to learn one touch self-defense, which was specifically designed for blind people. Um, but just just learning to be more aware and, and interact with people is a big confidence booster in itself. But I wanted to bring that to people that may not have easy access to this information or even know where to start. So, George, what what got you into this?
1: Well, Insis was uh, reading an article some years ago about a young man in Philadelphia who was um, blind since birth. Uh, He was attacked by a mugger uh, while the the young man, uh, I I believe his name was Courtney, uh, he was going home. Um, Unbeknownst to the mugger, uh, Courtney was blind. And once the uh, assailant grabbed him, uh, Courtney was also a state champion wrestler in in, the School of the Blind in, in, in Pennsylvania. And um, so he was able to get a hold of the assailant, took him, bounced him off the ground, defended um, himself, and later the assailant died from uh, injuries from, uh, from the attack that he initiated. So I thought that was kind of incredible. I never thought that a person who was blind could actually do that. It never really crossed my mind. Uh, so for a number of years, that's kind of inspired me to want to learn more about it. Um, so when I retired from the Army after 21 years, I opened up a martial arts school uh, here in Savannah, Georgia. And... Um, I ran across the idea of the program one touch and it's something that I want to look more into. Uh, I mean, you know, since we re, reinventing the wheel, teach someone how to defend themselves. If there's a program already out there. So I uh, became a one touch coach and um, that's what kind of made me get into the whole thing about, about this. It's not just people who are blind, but those who are who have limitations, they're, they're, they're kind of counted out. People assume that they're you know vulnerable when in reality, you know, sometimes their so-called disability is an advantage because it puts the person's guard down who may try to attack them. So what I try to do with classes that I have is show people how to use these perceived vulnerabilities as an asset.
2: That's awesome. I try. (laughs) So Megan, what about you? So I got into this um, because I am also blind and I travel around a lot and have, you know, heard stories of people with disabilities being taken advantage of because of their disabilities. And I'm looking for tips to keep myself safe and also to maybe share some of my experiences with others. As I live in a pretty big city, I would say it's considered a metropolitan city in Canada. And I work in a sketchy part of town in the downtown core. So I'm quite often around some questionable individuals, if you will. Um, <laughs> yes,
0: I've been uh, on the <laughs> on the phone with you when you've interacted with some of these questionable inter- uh,
2: individuals. Yes, yes. So um, it's I'm looking for tips myself, and I'm hopefully looking to educate people on based on my past experiences. And yeah, I'm just looking forward to hanging out with you guys and talking safety. I guess <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I um I um and and I and I love that you you still don't hesitate to get out there even though you you've run into some interesting characters. Uh, yes, <laughs> I have. <laughs> and you don't hesitate to get out there and that's you know that's one thing that I'm looking forward to uh in doing this podcast is that we you know hopefully get some stories from people about their own interactions and how they dealt with it. George has found us a few stories on the web. That were interesting and, and definitely brought up some questions and uh, things to think about. And um, I, I'm looking forward to that and learning learning how to uh, to get more information, because um, that's something that I haven't looked a lot into. So I think, uh, I hope, and this is going to be a good show, and I hope that our listeners will give us feedback and, and tune in and give us just as much information as we We give them
2: exactly. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Um, I think it should be a good show. We've got some good topics coming up, I believe for what I know. Yep. And
0: always looking to add more to that list. George, did you have something? No. (laughs)
2: okay he just wanted to agree is all I i agree that's it yeah okay
0: um so um you know some of the topics that are coming up uh in the pipeline are definitely going to um be about awareness of your surroundings and um you know things to do and not to do whether or not you should consider using your cane as a weapon if you feel that you need to um or whether you should Throw it down and get it out of the way. Um, setting up emergency settings on your devices, um, defensive devices, and lots of other things that I cannot think of right this minute, but um, <laughs> that's why I write stuff down. So um, She needs more coffee, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but we will, we will pre bringing that to you. Um, we are also going to have a website, uh, hands where you will be able to, um, get more resources and information. We'll have an email address for you to send information to us or ask us questions about anything you've heard on our show. And, uh, we're also on social media. So, um, you know, please look for us in all those areas and um, just really looking forward to bringing this information to everyone. Um, does anybody else have anything they want to talk about?
1: Hmm, let's see. I think about that. There's uh, so many of the things we could talk about. Like I was just research today. I'm going to find out there's not a wealth of information uh, or people who are blind or have low vision. And so hopefully maybe we can actually, you know, spark something to make people add content out there. Uh, I was doing some research looking for uh, uh, SOS um, for the visually impaired. Uh, It's kind of hard to find stuff.
2: (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) It is, definitely.
1: So, I mean, hopefully that maybe those who listen will actually contribute and be able to add a – information so we can, so we can help to be a a resource of information uh to the, to the community of the blind and the low vision. Um I think that'd be something really great that we could make that happen.
0: Definitely. And uh I you know I hope that we can even at, at some point get some some interviews with people that may be able to contribute more information than than the three of us know. And uh
2: yeah that, that would be cool if we could find some people um who'd be willing to Give us some more knowledge than we ourselves have already.
1: Well, I know uh, there's, as I looked uh, online, there's a couple of um, a couple of people who have things going online on uh, YouTube uh, channels and stuff like that, uh, which I think is very helpful. So I think maybe if we try to maybe get them involved or maybe have them in it, uh, be interviewed, that would be kind of really, really great for the the program. And I think just like I said, I'm trying to be a source of information for people.
2: Yeah. Yes, of course. Absolutely. Um,
1: you know, so there's, there's very little out there, which is like um it's kind of sad. You know, it's um
2: it is. It it really actually kind of is. Like I've looked up things before and haven't come up empty handed. So,
1: so you know, it it shows in two heart, two parts. Those of us that are cited, we don't think much about about it because it doesn't directly affect us. And the other part is that there are people out there who it directly affects, but for some reason they don't seem to put the information out there or share it. Or found right. a, a, a vehicle to do to do that.
0: And you know, looking up uh, information about statistics uh, for this discussion, um, the most recent information I found was uh, a study done in 2009 to 2014, and which said that people with disabilities are at least, depending mm-hmm. on their demographic, um, twice as likely to be victims of assault or violence or attack, abuse, that kind of thing. Um, of course that, you know, gets into more detail of, um, you know, women at certain ages, men at certain ages, uh, teenagers versus older people. And, um, we will definitely be posting that information, uh, on our website as well as in the show notes along with this podcast so um but it it was not any more recent than 2014. Which is sad. That was kind of disappointing to find as little information as as I did on that.
2: Yeah the one that I found uh for 2007 um one of the ones that I found was 2007 and it it laid out like all the specifics so men and women teenagers versus adults versus seniors and mm-hmm. It was very detailed. It was kind of interesting information, but sadly it's not updated. So I'd kind of be curious to know what the stats are now in 2020, I guess we're in, yeah. um, or the last kind of year or two, you know, right? As technology has evolved and hopefully people have evolved.
1: So I wonder uh, what influences the research and what organizations. Particularly, these uh, this research is coming from, um, because I wonder what they're they're if they're on a certain schedule or is just you know um, influenced by someone has an idea of this. Hey, let's do some demographic research, you know, <laughs> uh, on somebody.
2: I can't remember the one that I found from the two thousand and seven. I can't remember what exactly it was. I know it was in the states. It
0: was a it was a federal. It uh. was a. F- Study, but I don't
1: remember. Yes, yeah, so it was um, a
2: federal study. It was something Justice Department of Department Justice. Department yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So they do statistics, statistics, um, pretty much every year, uh, and a lot of times statistics, statistics will actually go back the year previous or two years previous, depending on the nature of the research. That's what I've seen from going on the site.
2: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
1: But the thing is, you got to keep with keep in mind is some police agencies are not. there's not mandated that they report to the FBI. Uh, hmm. crime statistics. So sometimes they're skewed because of that fact. Mm-hmm. So you may not, and some people don't report an incident. So that also eliminates the 100% of actors. Of course, actors.
2: yeah. Definitely, yes. You mm-hmm.
1: um, like, it would uh, just for,
2: be nice to have somewhat of an idea though.
1: Yeah, it would be great to have an idea. We have a great idea. Um, and, and it's, it's unfortunate, um, to get a, just a quick example. I met a young lady at the uh, Center for the Blind and Low Vision uh, here in Savannah and we uh, was talking about self-defense classes And she had uh, revealed to me that something had happened to her, that she was sexually assaulted twice within the last two years. Mm. It was about a year Mm. ago uh, because she's blind. And, you know, this one really hit home. I'm I'm still learning a lot about, you know, the community of the blind and low vision, as as I refer to it as, uh, because I don't know being sighted. I have no direct connection other than starting with the One Touch program. So every time I meet somebody, I learn something new. And uh, mm-hmm. statistics show that it's like uh, three times more likely that someone who's blind would be sexually assaulted for a woman yeah. than the average uh, American female who's sighted. You know? And then I'm sure you can get more into demographics by ethnic groups as well. Of course. Uh, yeah. if you can get further deep, further into it. But it's just sad.
2: It is. It's, it's it just is. just sad. Uh,
1: and I can see why there's some people within the community that don't venture out, that don't you know, um, go out by themselves. You know, yeah. it, it, show, it shows that, but I think it also it's a lack of lack of education on the part of those who are it. Um, we only know what we what we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you know, the first time I heard about White Cane Day, I was like, "What is that?" It's like they're celebrating What's cane. What the heck is this? going on? You know, um, so it was a news it was a news story I'd seen I was visiting home in New York, uh, and it was the school the the school of the blind for, uh, in the Bronx where I'm from. And uh, they're, they're on the news talking about, you know, White Cane Day and that it's a, you know, a, a national uh, recognition of the day that I believe the legislation was uh, was approved or voted on um, for use of the white cane where cars have to stop.
0: Yeah, which yeah. we appreciate. Yeah. Yes, I we think do.
1: but I don't know if this is, is, is if this is readily available uh, in the. Uh, drivers' ed handbooks in each state. I don't remember this, but it was so long ago since I drove, I mean, it took the driver's test. Oh, so I was gonna be, say, yeah, yeah, <laughs> all the
0: time. <laughs> <You were> driving,
1: <laughs> I met you, took, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, since I since I took my road test and all that stuff and written tests years ago, so it's a possibility that it may be in there, but I don't remember, you know, that. But a possibility. That's,
0: that's a very good question. Um, you know, yeah. someone who has never driven a car. Um, well, <laughs> okay. Uh, but that's a different story.
1: Um, <laughs> that one time. No.
0: <laughs> it might have moved more once. Um, <laughs> as someone who has not legally driven a car. Um, there you go. Uh, oh, or taken the test. The secret has been revealed. Uh, or ever had to take the test or even look at the book. Um, uh, yeah, I, that's that would be very interesting to know if that information is in there. But uh, yes, white can day. And there are some kind of gray areas as to whether or not uh the cane actually has to be white uh these days and um i think i have a source for that so if i do i will uh, post that in the show notes as well um but uh definitely uh as as a blind person i appreciate when cars
2: stop Um, (laughs) yes i do too and uh it doesn't happen enough these days yeah uh well
1: for, if you're sighted uh, too that's just, this is yeah. true yeah. yeah that is
0: true it is true <laughs> yeah so and uh you know i used to uh, tell my my students that all the time on uh, you know unfortunately sighted people get hit by cars too um it it's yes. not a we're not targets even though sometimes it feels that way mm-hmm. it, it happens to everybody and you know that that kind of brings up Uh, a point that I was, I was thinking about earlier is that, you know, this isn't, this isn't information that we're going to be talking about. Yes, it's geared toward blind and low vision individuals, but it's, you know, some of this is, is good information for everybody. So, um, you know, we hope that people don't get turned off by the fact that this is the, the target audience that we're going for and that, that other people cited or uh, even people with other disabilities will take this information and, and adapt it to make it useful for them.
1: Yeah, That'd be good absolutely. Yep, I agree. Again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is, that's not why I had you on the show. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's just an added bonus now. <laughs> you yeah, <added> I <laughs> I get used to this. <laughs> the
1: agree, agreeable one. That's
0: right. Yes, dear. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> oh. oh my!
1: But I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what we can possibly do and see about if we can make an impact or influence people, uh, help people. So I think that's uh, the key things that my takeaway from being part of this program.
0: Definitely. Any last thoughts before we end this for today?
1: Uh, not for me.
2: No, I think I'm. Uh, I'm. The thought train has sailed.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, okay. Two different types of vehicle, but alrighty. I just noticed that as I said it. I'm like, oh no, that doesn't quite work. Oh, <laughs> we'll let that go though. all right has derailed (laughs) (laughs) that's better
0: that's a little better yeah (laughs) left the station might be better. (laughs) (laughs) oh anyway all right so um we are happy to have all our listeners out there look forward to bringing you more information on this topic and hope you will stay tuned. Hope you will provide us feedback and uh, things that you've learned and um, help us incorporate that into our show. Uh, so you can find us on the web at www.handsonsafety.net. You can email us at feedback at You can also find us on Twitter at... Uh, help me out here, Megan, uh, hands-on, hands-on, underscore
2: s- safety. I believe so,
0: yes. We'll put that in the show notes just to make sure we have that correct. <laughs> and we we are also on Facebook <laughs> search for hands-on safety podcast. And we look forward to giving you information and hearing back from you and bringing you uh, lots of shows in the future. And uh, while I'm thinking about it, um, before I forget, I would also like to thank Jason Earls for producing our theme for us, for uh, coming up with that. Um, and we look forward to bringing
2: you to our next show.
1: All right. Good talk, to you, ladies.
2: All right. All right. See you next time, people. All right. Bye-bye.